We are in the heart of playoff best ball draft season. Just a couple more days left to draft our playoff best ball teams. And tonight here on Spike Week, on Spike Week Sickos, for the real best ball degenerates, we're going to get into the biggest edges that we think exist right now in playoff best ball tournaments on underdog, DraftKings, and drafters, where we think we can get a huge edge from specific players, roster constructions, you know, some Super Bowl matchups that may be undervalued, all of the things that we think are the most underdrafted or the best ways to attack these drafts. That's what we're going to do tonight. And then we're going to go ahead and fire a couple of drafts to see if we can put those ideas to use. Here we go. Let's do it. All right, step one, we made it through the intro without completely screwing it up. You know, it certainly wasn't uh, not going to win an Emmy with that intro, but it was better than last night where I I, I thought my world was ending um, in the middle of the intro. And I also felt, you know what, we're just going to we're not going to take that video down. We're not going to edit it. We're not going to edit the audio for the podcast. Raw and uncut uh, idiot best ball analysis and streaming uh, last night on the show. But I think uh, for anybody that watched last night or listened last night, a thank you, B. Uh, I think we got into a lot of fun conversations, Rob and myself, uh, around just kind of the playoff best ball environment. And I want to take that one step further. Super excited to have Bernie on, a.k.a. B. Kurt. You know him from the Discord and from all the content on on Spike Week and being a, a crusher best ball player. I'm excited to dive into with these guys, like specifically what are some of the things we can do right now, right? We only got a few more days to draft these tournaments some of them, like the gauntlet, have been open for a long time. Many of them have not been. And so what can we do right now in our drafts that we think is like, you know, you need to go attack this player. You need to go attack this team. You need to build a structure, right, in a in a certain way. There's many different ways to attack that. But I'm really excited to get into some of that. And then, of course, as I said, uh, fire a couple drafts and see if we can actually <laughs> – make those things happen uh last night rob and i did two drafts one on drafters and one on DraftKings that actually went pretty well um I, yeah i was excited. gonna i was gonna pretty ask excited. you why are, why are we even drafting teams when we won both tournaments last it's night over. yeah there's I other a, tournaments to win i literally <laughs> have the a, same ones un totally unplanned i have a uh, a shirt that is the vince carter if anybody knows the old vince carter dunk contest when he like literally had the greatest dunk contest of all time in the nba and he did the it's over in into the mic that's that's the shirt that i have on so i should have just showed up and flashed the shirt in front of everybody and been like sorry i hope you, won't, you know, didn't want more best ball advice because rob and i drafted the winners uh last night they were really good they were really good teams but i think that there's some things that we just so happen to not accomplish because you don't get to pick your draft slot and all that, right? Obviously, I'm not that bullish on the Chiefs. One of the teams that we drafted needs the Chiefs to go to the Super Bowl. Uh, so I'm interested to see what you guys uh, have to think about really quickly before we get into some of the analysis. I just want to mention to everybody, there's a few more days left to get the playoff best ball almanac it is our first foray into kind of this new structure that we're working with here at spike week you've obviously known us probably you know for some of these shows but 
from a uh, uh, on the sites and the products that we provide, the tools, the draft hacker, draft IQ, ownership projections, and all that kind of stuff, that's not going anywhere. But we're kind of pulling out the content um, rankings and all of that into what we're calling almanacs. Uh, from a seasonal perspective, we'll be offering almanacs for, you're seeing it with playoff best ball. Of course, the NFL one will be coming soon for 2024. We're going to have MLB. We're going to have NBA playoffs. We're going to have all of that different stuff. And I feel like dedicating these almanacs to that content. If, you, if you've purchased the playoff best ball almanac, you see that, that hub of all the content, you got to scroll for like, three minutes to get to the bottom of there. There were team previews for almost every team in the league. We have expert surveys. We have rankings. We have round tables. We have, there's so much content that is within there. Like I said, I we're I'm obviously shilling it right now, but from a selfish perspective, that's where I'm getting, like I'm listening to what Bernie has to say. I'm listening to what Trev and Silas and Rob and everybody have to say about all this, the wealth of information. And of course the tools we custom built playoff odds, Playoff matchup odds. We'll probably pull up some of that at some point throughout the course of this show. For just twenty bucks, I, I really do feel like it's a it's an awesome value. Um, and like I said, it's our first foray into this this kind of almanac structure that we're doing that I'm really really excited for. So if you're just now getting into playoff best ball, I do feel like like spend a buy that, spend a few hours um, going listening to some of the roundtables, looking at the rankings, whatever, and you'll be like ready to crush crush these drafts. B. Kurt himself did some like. Awesome. Like, in my opinion, self-biased opinion, best in class uh, strategy articles for each site. Um, we also have an FFPC playoff challenge uh, strategy article up there. So anything you need for playoff best ball is there in the Almanac. I just wanted to bring that up before we get lost in debating, you know, uh, Justice Hill versus Jerome Ford and, and, and all of that. But let's do let's talk a little bit about some of these edges that we think exist. Uh, I want to go to Bernie first because obviously Rob and I talked for quite a while last night. Sir, like if you had one thing that is just sticking out to you when you hop into these drafts, right? Especially like on DraftKings, you know, the total chaos that is DraftKings. You hop into <laughs> that draft. What is it that is like totally standing out to you that you're trying to attack first thing? So what I'm doing right now is I'm taking a team from the AFC or NFC and I'm taking two or three pieces in the first two and three rounds. I'm seeing who falls. There are teams that the market in these six person draft rooms. So you got five other drafters and they're just avoiding every single piece. You'll get into a room where the Eagles are just, no one's touching them. I got Tyreek Hill today at the 23rd overall <laughs> pick. And then the lined up a Chan Mostert, and Waddle, then put it with Tua, and I paired that with a Brock Purdy double stack because that room was just off the Dolphins. I've seen rooms that are just off the Chiefs. So I want to basically start building my team for one conference and hope I get into a room where the, a team from the opposite conference just craters. The, these people don't like them, and I can just have every single piece on a concentrated offense. I love that. Are you specific? Is is it a little bit of I've noticed? I don't know if you guys noticed, but you mentioned two teams that I have for sure noticed falling a lot. Uh, the Dolphins specifically, especially again on on DraftKings. I've been drafting mostly on DraftKings, so I'll be a little biased that I'll mm -hmm. reference that because it is 
I feel like it's a feeding frenzy. If, you, if, if you're if you're listening to yeah. this, I'm just shooting probably... guns as I as I draft yeah. on DraftKings. A hundred percent. Hey guys, every, I already every... maxed the three dollar because that baby's <laughs> failing tonight. Well, then the yeah, the three dollar they're they're going to end up with like five twenty maxes because those puppies are filling really, really insanely fast. But it it feels like on DraftKings, um, I think the dolphins stand out to me in like what you are referencing. Where look. It, I understand someone if they came in and said, man, the Dolphins don't look really good right now, right? And I feel that way about the Eagles. Like, oh my God, do I really want to make a bet on the Eagles? But if you do take a step back and you say, when the price falls, you mentioned Tyreek Hill. I think I got Tyreek at like, I'm making up a number 17th or 18th overall. And I like did a lap around, you know, my office. Like, holy shit, this is, how, how did this just happen? This guy was going second overall all for this entire draft cycle. And now he's falling that far and i was excited and you got him you know an entire round later than than i did but when the prices fall what's super fascinating to me is that those kind of guys become ancillary pieces right Mm -hmm. around right you used to have we would have the conversation uh, uh rob will enjoy of threading the needle with the 49ers and ravens who we all love but you when Tyreek Hill falls to the fourth round or the third round or what you know whatever late pick that you get, he almost becomes like a, a little bit more expensive Nico Collins, a little bit more expensive yeah. Mike Evans, and it's like, do, would I like for him to make the Super Bowl and play against the 49ers? Sure, of course, but at this price, I don't need that anymore, right? And when he was going second overall, you needed the Dolphins to make a run, maybe not the Super Bowl, but certainly make a run. Now, Eagles Dolphins are like these cheap pieces that I can just like bolt on. I started Christian McCaffrey. I believe it. I'm trying to, I'll screw it up, but it was a 49ers stack. And then Tyreek was still there, which then also allowed me. I I tried to push it with Moster Waddle. I ended up with four dolphins on this DraftKings team. Mm -hmm. I took, I got Tua with my very last pick because I had already taken all the dolphins and I, and I'm like, I'll just use Tua in the first round. He's going to get me to Purdy. So now the Dolphins went from I need them to make a run to they're just like filling the first round for me. If they can win two games, awesome. Then I'm 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 golden. But I don't need that anymore. And I feel like that is one big edge of these falling superstars where I can now get these awesome, awesome players at cheaper prices that it doesn't require them to like make the Super Bowl anymore. I earlier so, today I had a team where I started Josh Allen, Stefan Diggs. My third round selection was either going to be Amon Ra or Tyreek Hill. And I was like, man, I might even be able to push Tyreek to the fourth round. And so I went Amon Ra and Tyreek went like the pick before my next pick. I'm like, I almost just got Tyreek in the fourth round. And, and he didn't even go with my team, but it was just like, if I can get Tyreek in the fourth round, I'm going to take Tyreek in the fourth round. And that's the interesting thing about this, because if people are fading someone like Tyreek, they're fading AJ Brown, who's a little bit different with the injury, but if they're fading Tyreek, that means they're fading all these dolphins. So you have Raheem Mostert going 47th overall on DraftKings. Is that a perfect player to put on your dolphin or excuse me, your Baltimore and San Francisco (laughs) double buy team? Because Raheem Mostert's playing this weekend. Correct. These people that don't want Tyreek, they're not going to want Q-Tag Raheem Mostert. Throw them in there. Get them through. Get your good teams playing in the divisional round. Like, just makes too much sense. I agree. I think um, it, it 
this is what I do love about playoff best ball. Like over the course of the summer of regular season best ball, of course, prices change, right? Things, guys get hurt and all that kind of stuff. And we do have to figure out how to navigate that. But it's not to the extent that this is. Like Tyreek Hill was never going to fall from the, a top five pick to the third round of the regular season. Like, I mean, if he got suspended, I guess, would be the only outcome that that, that, that could happen, which ironically has happened before. But he, he, you know, that thing is not going to, that kind of dynamic doesn't exist. It only exists here. And it's and it has nothing to do with the player most of the time. Now we do we'll talk briefly about those injured guys because I want to hear you guys take on. We, this feels like a funky year. I, I don't know that this has happened in the last few years where we have all these hurt guys uh, on these good teams and like they're really good players. But it, it's not about Tyree Kill, right? Tyree Kill is is whether you want to put Christian McCaffrey one and him two, and where CD fits in there, he's. Absolutely easily in the top three. In my opinion, I would probably argue he's the best asset in all of, of fantasy because of him playing wide receiver as opposed to running back. And he's falling and not because like, oh, his outlook changed, right? Like Tua didn't get hurt. Like Tyreek didn't get hurt, although he gets hurt. Like him and Waddle get hurt every other play in the, during the games. But nothing changed about him. It's just people have soured on the Dolphins. And I do, I, I understand that. But as, like I said, as they sour on the Dolphins, that makes you need less from him, right? You don't need what you needed a month ago from Tyreek Hill or the Dolphins anymore. And so, like you said, I, I, I'm using Tyreek because he's plummeting and he's like, uh, I think I still have him, I don't know, fourth or fifth overall or something like that in our in our rankings. And I still believe that. But like the Mostert, like Mostert and Waddle, uh, today was the first time I took a team that didn't have them. I had a hundred, I, I only done like six or seven drafts, uh, excluding the one with Rob. I think I'd done six or seven drafts yesterday. Every single one had Mostert and Waddle because I am attacking. It, it, it opens you up to, to be able to do so much, right? Like you want 49ers, you want Ravens, you want, you know, you want to draft Sam Laporta. You want to draft Mark Andrews. You want to draft all these guys. Guess what? Take, Mostert and Waddle and even if they lose they can be valuable to you now and that wasn't the case before so I feel like from an edge perspective when we're starting there like Tyreek for sure but like Mostert especially just feels like an absolute Mm -hmm. slam dunk I think that the Ace Ventura Super Bowl is the slam dunk because you have the Miami Dolphins the Philadelphia Eagles right both of those teams are the two teams that have fallen you brought it up with the Eagles and you're starting these teams with Brock Purdy, Lamar Jackson. Who's a better quarterback to get, especially on DK, where you're getting him in five, six, seventh round? Jalen Hurts. Two mm-hmm. weeks of Jalen Hurts, especially if you're trying to carry a Brock Purdy team yeah. to the Super Bowl or a Lamar team where they just absolutely dominate somebody defensively and it's not a Lamar game because we saw plenty of those this year as well. Right. Oh, so yeah. give me give me the Jalen Hurts side of that for when I'm building those or even when I'm just building anything. I, I mean, the Dolphins, I've been attacking a little more, but that that's part of the, me having more Eagles from earlier drafts probably where I'm stepping off the gas slightly, but I'm only going from like 50 miles to 45 miles an hour. Right. <laughs> with the Eagles. 
So I'm, you, I'm you just passed the like slowing down for the officer, but you're not hitting the brakes too yeah. hard that they know you you, you 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 don't hit the brakes. You take the foot off the gas, right? That's yeah. what they say. The, when the cops can watch, if you hit the brakes, your nose dies right in the front, so they know that you're braking. You just put the foot, took the foot off the gas, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking for the town line. Like maybe I need to take an exit at some point, but for now we're just going to keep cruising. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're looking for the exit signs. Um, it is funny, uh, uh, Bernie. Are, how do you feel about the Eagles? Because uh, I this is probably stupid, but I feel more confident in the Dolphins at their prices because, like you said, it's so consolidated. I know what I'm getting out of Mostert. Tyreek and Waddle. Basically, those three guys, I just can consume the entire Dolphins offense. Even if I only get them for one week, I know fantasy production is coming, right? They're playing the Chiefs. They're going to score fantasy points. How many, I don't know, but I certainly feel confident about that. The problem with the Eagles <laughs> is that A.J. Brown is hurt. Devonta Smith is hurt. Jalen Hurts mm-hmm. broke his finger. is <laughs> uh, kind of hurt on, on Sunday. Dallas Goddard Hasn't been good no matter who's on the field with him, without him, whatever. Um, and DeAndre Swift is unfortunately, uh, you know, kind of screwed by the tush bush. So I've struggled a little bit more with the Eagles because the Dolphins feel cozy thanks to the fact that I don't have to take Tua if I don't want to. Like if I need Tua on the team, it's great. That's great. I'll take the falling Tua, like I mentioned in that example before. But, like, I don't have to have him. He can just be John Stockton, right? Just get it to those guys because that's what he's going to do. But he may not mm-hmm. be a fantasy smash. But I need I need Eagles to get healthy. I need Eagles to play better <laughs> than they have. I, need, I, I feel like it's a little bit more of a, a lengthy parlay with the Eagles than it is with the Dolphins, although I also do still see the huge upside and huge benefit from drafting them. Yeah, but you can only you only have to play them two games, and yeah. and it's sort of the inverse because if I told you you have to draft a later quarterback and you don't have to stack him, it's Jalen Hurts, right? Like you can you can build these Ravens 49ers teams yet again, like I was talking about earlier, and you necessarily don't have to stack Hurts if you're worried about AJ Brown, which I'm not. I'm seeing reports that it's not going to be super serious. Devonta Smith, we'll see. But Dallas Goddard, tight ends are falling by the wayside, right? So, mm-hmm. and to your point, we're I'm looking at the Eagles from a two-game theory here more than I was looking for them to go to the Super Bowl. So I think like that's the, the problem that people have sometimes too, is that when we were drafting Eagles three weeks ago, four weeks ago, it was with the intent that they were going to the Super Bowl and their draft prices reflected that. Now their draft prices have plummeted and it's like well now they're probably just a two a two-week team if you're lucky they make it to the nfc you know championship somehow but if if i'm playing the eagles i'm really i'm playing them in the scenario that they can go to the super bowl but i'm not necessarily playing them for the super bowl they're the rams right like the rams they're usually a two-player team rather than a four-player stack team for me Right where I'm building them around Ravens or Bills or hell even Dolphins if I really want to, but I'm not building them as like my primary go to the Super Bowl team usually. What do you think, Bernie? So with the Eagles, I really like what Rob mentioned there because there's different ways you can deploy these Eagles players, especially when you're looking at DraftKings and drafters. We have the tight end. 
Dallas Goddard gets really interesting. You mentioned Eric, he hasn't been very good. There's not a whole lot of good tight ends to <laughs> fill that tight end position. Right, he hasn't been so any worse. I'm looking he at somebody Swift didn't play because of illness. Smith is hurt. AJ Brown's hurt. Like at some point, if you get over five targets on DraftKings at the tight end position, you just immediately have value in the wild card ground. So whether that's to get a kittle or a likely through pairing them with these other people, great. Rob mentioned hurt solo if you're doing Lamar or Purdy. Great. I've also built out some mega eagles on DraftKings in the last 24 hours. Here's first how, time you can happened. do it. First time yeah, you can first do time it you can really do it. Or all winter. But like, let's say I start with an AFC build Lamar or somebody in the room just screws me over. And I got to go, hey, I need something super unlikely. I need to get a three or four player stack because I didn't get a certain position. The Eagles have professional football players at every single position. You can't say that about all these different teams. Like, are you going to try to go to the Rams? Like, freaking... Kyron Williams is going 12th overall right now. Like you can't even pivot to the Rams as a fail safe. Like it's Eagles or you can go to the Packers. Like if the Eagles and the Packers are the same bet, sign me up for the Eagles. Yeah. Matt it is, Patricia it is, is a terrible defensive coordinator. They're going to have to score points. Isn't it funny how quickly things change in a market like this and I don't want to say people are overreacting because I'm also totally spooked by the Eagles. I'm a little less spooked by the, um, the only reason I'm spooked by the dolphins is because uh, if you watched um, the game against the bills, everyone on their defense is getting hurt. It has nothing to do with mm-hmm. the the offense is their whole defense is getting hurt. So I have lower expectations for their super bowl run, right? When you remove Bradley Chubb and Jalen Phillips, and now you remove Andrew, Andrew Van Ginkle. And, and I forget the other defensive end that got hurt. They got they're they're going to be today. Don't worry. Bruce Irvin and um, somebody else. They signed like total. Yeah, some other bonds. dust ball linebacker. Yeah. Like, and they're already playing Melvin Ingram, who, by the way, uh, you know, is completely washed out of the league. Uh, he actually played okay uh, in, in that game, but like Melvin Ingram is going to have to be like their best pass rusher, which is not a great, not a great sign anymore, but um, it has nothing to do with them. The Eagles have been, horrendous on offense right the Dol- the dolphins have been worse on offense of course but i i think it can be a little bit of injury right waddle gets hurt every single goddamn game Mostert hasn't played um but i i feel a little bit more confident about them scoring points especially in the wild card round i feel a little less confident about the eagles and maybe that's maybe that's also me overreacting to the you know the the last six games but i mean we're also not talking about like two games Right. Like we're talking about mm-hmm. uh, like almost half the season, like they approached half the season of being kind of an incompetent offense. Uh, and Jalen Hurts has a broken finger on his throat. Like it's it, there is a there's a more warning signs for the Eagles. But to your point, now the great thing is they have become the same thing that the Bucks are. They're playing the Bucks, and the Bucks were like, if you can win, awesome. But if you can put a big score up for me in the wild card round, that's really all I need, right? That's the bar. That the bar has changed from make a run to have a big wild card round. And I, I don't think people are thinking that part through as well, like with both of these two teams specifically. So I'm glad that we talked about them because like 
we used to have to talk about like, when do I draft George Pickens? When do I draft Mike Evans? When do I draft Nico Collins? Because like th- those teams are not making a run, right? Maybe they can win a game, but they're not making a run. But now the Eagles are in that category. And I think in terms of edges, like we're talking about here, that is a pretty big one. I think this also goes into the question myself and you got today on Twitter uh, from Matt, where he said that he was listening to our stream last night. And if if you're building a bet and someone snipes your quarterback to the point that you're drawing dead, would you ever just optimize to advance early rounds? Feels like I'd rather do that than go like Pittsburgh stack or whatever. Good question. And it was a great question. And I think these teams play into that as well too, right? Like, yeah, I mean, clearly you want to advance, but the whole point of these tournaments is winning them. So these teams, Eagles, Miami, hell, the Browns, if you have to play the Browns, if you wanted to do Pittsburgh, like whatever, you need to play these tournaments to win them. And there's still opportunity to win. Like, we've seen Cinderella stories in the NFL before, and we talked about this last night, right, where, you know, teams make a run sometimes. And let's just say you show up to the dance. You show up to the Super Bowl. Yeah, the Ravens made it. But not only did the Ravens make it, the Bucks made it, right? And you stacked up and you played some sort of Baker Mayfield double or triple or something, and now you're one of the few people that actually had the balls to play the Bucks and get a Bucks ravens Super Bowl, and you're in, you're in the finals, it's not going to be like some of these other teams. Like if it, if it is, we'll just say if it's Buffalo, San Francisco, Buffalo, San Francisco teams are going to show up, man. Like it's just they're, they're, people are trying to build them. Hell, Buffalo, Detroit teams, Buffalo, Dallas teams. Yeah, and those are more likely. It's probably going to happen. But if by some chance that six or seven seed makes it, six seed made it a couple couple times, right? The Giants have done it. A couple other teams have done it in the last 20 years. Why can't the Bucks do it? I mean, will they? Probably not. No one's saying that that's likely, but if you have to build a stack, I still would want to do something with some of these teams that you can get in the end. And Baker's not even getting drafted in most of these drafts. So it, yeah, I think it's the, the Bengals Rams Super Bowl a couple years ago, good example. I wasn't yep. doing playoff best ball then, but I can imagine what was going on. I'm sure not many people were building that. To your point, Rob, if you show up to the finals and you have a full lineup of Bengals, Rams, and that Super Bowl, you're probably top five cashing immediately just by having a full lineup of those two teams. Yeah. So I think you still the, – the, so the, for the overall question, do you still play to build stacks for the Super Bowl? I think the answer is yes because these are the teams that can still advance you anyways, right? Like Because you're playing to advance – and to the, the point of that question, it's like if your quarterback has snacks, well, you get sta- gets Jesus gets stolen from you. Sound like me in the intro last night. Yeah, if, uh, if you netted if you netted a threedle, whatever the <laughs> hell you like to say, <laughs> threaded it. Uh, uh, yeah, needed a threadle. <laughs> yeah, whatever it is. Um, but you still need a quarterback, right? So why not just build out that stack, especially the cheaper ones, because it's not just the quarterback back there. Usually, you can get the pass catchers. Baker Mayfield, Kate Otten, Chris Godwin, those guys are relatively free. Trey Palmer, if you wanted to go Trey Palmer. I'm not saying to do it every draft, but if you get backed into a corner, and we've all been there on these playoff drafts, right? You've you've had a plan, 
and then you're at the one or the sixth turn somewhere and you drafted Debo Samuel and then you just watch Ayuk, Purdy, Kittle, everyone go off the board and you're just like, well, not doing that. I guess I'll pivot to Dallas. Oh, all the Dallas guys are gone. Well, guess I'm not doing that. Let me do, let me do Buffalo. Well, Buffalo is gone. Like now you're like, shit, I got to do something here. So you got to build it out smart. You just don't panic. And that's the other edge we have before we start jumping into some of these drafts. We see the panic drafters or people that don't understand the concept of getting to the, the finals, especially on DraftKings, right? So I've noticed that with one or two drafters every draft them in where they're just drafting whoever the hell they want and they're not live to win the, the tournament at all. Yeah, I the question was really... really... point about DraftKings. Um, I think I'll have a lower advance rate than maybe even a normal advance rate on DraftKings just because there's so many people that don't understand the contest that I'm probably going to lose quite a bit, which is making me put in more volume because the teams I get through to the divisional round are just going to be built and structured so much better than everyone else I'm competing with the last three rounds. So DraftKings, I'm prioritizing volume over cost of entry. That's fair. Yeah, I like that. Um, Just super quickly, do you have, uh, like Rob said, before we get into um a couple of drafts i want to rip another uh, drafters one and probably probably DraftKings. sorry to our, our underdog brethren but everybody's doing those uh and frankly uh, selfishly i'm trying to get more volume in on those uh, on those other two sites and i'm controlling the the ones and twos so tough shit um what are you guys do you have right so two-part question i guess you mentioned, right, like sometimes you do get backed into a corner. And I think what, what both of you outlined, what Rob specifically outlined um, to the question that we got on, on Twitter, which was a very good question. But it was like, again, talking about threading the needle to that question, you can thread that needle that they were saying, like, look, I started with a plan in this draft and six, seven, eight rounds in, it got blown up by the other drafters. And that happens. It happens to everyone. Should I just say, screw it? I know I'm not going to win with this one and try to advance or should I try to build a Steelers or a Bucks or a Texans or whatever? And the answer is a hundred percent the latter. You should try like, look, do I think the Steelers are making the Super Bowl? Of course not. Like, of, of course not. They, no one does. Steelers fans don't think that they're making the Super Bowl. They're just happy they got in right. Participation trophy. Congratulations. But like the, it is a non-zero percent chance. And mm-hmm. to what Bernie said, no one builds for those outcomes. Everyone, build, like you said, do you think if the Bills and the 49ers play in the Super Bowl that there will be a million teams with the Bills and the 49ers? Yeah. So you're going to be coin flipping Trent Sherfield against Juwan Jennings. Congratulations. That sounds miserable to me. Like, that's not an edge. That's like, I mean, I'm not saying, again, I'm not saying don't draft Bills 49ers Super Bowls, but I'm saying that's not like, that's not a, I talk about the, the <laughs> that is, I've talked to a lot of fucking Lions and Michigan fans over the course of the last week. And Jesus Christ, let me tell you, my God, uh, we won't get into that. Uh, but like you, you can both build to advance in the panic. Oh shit. Right. Rob and I called it over the, the Oh shit stack, right? The Patriots, it failed miserably, but when you ran out of options, during the during the summer of regular season best ball and you were like oh shit 
I need another quarterback and I need another tight end. And I, you know, I need another wide receiver. Guess what? Oh shit. Time to draft the Patriots, right? Here comes Mac Jones and Kendrick Bourne and Hunter Henry on this team. It sucks. Nobody wants to do it, but if it hits, you built, you built a smart team around a low probability outcome, but with outsized gains. And if you do the same thing with the Steelers or the Bucks or the Texans or whatever, like that same thing can come true. And I, I feel like we missed that in playoff best ball because we're so fixated on here's the most light, like here's the teams we're confident in. Um, and I'm confident in the same teams that everybody else is generally speaking, but yeah. that doesn't mean I don't want to build for those, for those other, those other outcomes. So uh, what I was, you know, before I did a typical tangent, what is your prep? Like when you're, oh shit, where are you going? Steelers, Bucks, Texans. Do you have a, do you have like a total prep? I know it's a little bit conference dependent, but let's pretend you can pick or choose what you want to do. When you, when, when things go, oh shit, it blew up in my face and you're, what is the way that you're trying to build? I'm personally going Texans over the other AFC teams, and I'm going Packers over the other really late NFC. Like, if I can get an Eagles in there, that's priority. But, like, when we're talking Packers versus Bucks for a full stack, I'm going Packers. I think it's a really interesting dynamic that they have where Jordan Love is balling right now absolutely throwing the shit out of a football crazy throws every game they're going to get into a high scoring game against dallas so even if they do lose like at least maybe they get a whole bunch of fantasy points in the first round something like that but we've seen them beat the lions we said the eagles aren't strong we said the bucks aren't strong so who is strong like they just yeah. need to upset the, the Cowboys. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's the Niners. And like, great. I take the Niners against anybody. But let's say we get a Packers versus Niners NFC championship and Brock Purdy's arm falls off and Sam Darnold Darnold's. <laughs> yep. Okay. It could happen. Very low probability. I kind of like the Packers and then the Texans. That's funny because I noticed today that the Packers are actually one of my blind spots. And I noticed it as I was drafting a team that needed running backs late and I, I saw how late I could get Aaron Jones mm -hmm. and I'm like, Oh shit. Like Aaron Jones on a slate where running backs kind of suck in the entire playoff best ball <laughs> format. Right. I know they probably only got one game, but I really like Aaron Jones for when I'm drafting definitely like a Christian McCaffrey or something like that. Like, yep. God, is there a better pick? But to go off of that, it's like, well, I haven't been drafting Aaron Jones enough, but I haven't been drafting pa Packers as a whole enough. So I agree with Bernie on that. I need to start doing more of that. I had been doing some of the buck stuff here and there. I, I mean, I've been really fortunate that I haven't had to really go, oh shit, oh shit. But I've built out some Joe Flacco stuff to go with some of my Purdy and Lamar teams. I, I'm kind of on the opposite side of that game. I've been getting – the Browns were one of my original teams that I was like, I'm not getting enough Browns because the Browns are totally alive for two games, right, for sure, with playing Houston. Flacco's slinging the ball pretty well. You can get one of the elite tight ends for two games if you want to do Njoku with Joe Flacco to just try to advance out of the first round to get your, you know, like I said, your Ravens, your 49ers. So 
my second because you can do your oh shit stacks around your elite stacks too so yep. i've been doing that as well so like my oh shit stacks been the browns i need more packers i think the eagles miami you can kind of flirt with saying they're oh shit stacks they're not quite at that level but they're close you can plan those far enough in advance that you can get them though if that's what you yep. want to do so other than some of the top like four teams i would say you can kind of oh shit yourself that was not the way i meant that at the call. <laughs> but but if you want to oh shit stack yourself you can with any team you want out of the other oh. out of the other teams so. You can oh yourself if you're playing for men caches. Uh, the yeah. guys, the folks in the chat line are correct. The Packers can't play the 49ers in the NFC Championship. But Who you get the point. Still stands. It could be in the yeah. divisional round, and then they advance, and they get the Lions or something. Yeah. I'm trademarking oh shit yourself, by the way. That will be a t-shirt <laughs> next year. T-shirts, coffee cups. Coffee cups are perfect for oh shit yourself. <laughs> Great advice. Oh shit yourself. Uh, that, is, that is excellent. But I... I what you guys uh, said in all seriousness, totally agree. I, I'll just add one quick thing. If you saw the thumbnail, uh, you noticed I put David and Joku on there. And so to Rob's point on the Browns, I did want to bring them up because uh, I think that they deserve a note uh, when we're talking about edges in, uh, <laughs> God damn it. Um, it. They deserve like so a shout out when we're talking about teams that are edges and super quickly, I just want to pull up our playoff odds. This is, uh, I thought I had it by super bowl one quick second. Uh, so when we, when I go to the super bowl matchups, right? So a, so you see here, it automatically filters by odds to make the super bowl. The Browns are like just about the same as every single one of these other elite teams that all go super expensive. And I understand it's Joe Flacco. And I understand that it's like they shot up quickly, like on underdog specifically, like in the gauntlet when they started to make a run and Flacco was playing well, Flacco, Amari and Joku, whatever they shot up a little bit, but then they kind of like flatlined, you know, ADP wise and they're cheap. Like they are almost an Oh shit stack, uh, mm -hmm. not an Oh shit yourself stack, but an Oh shit stack uh, that you can get in the mid to late rounds of, of these drafts that I do, Quite frequently. I mean, David and Joku, specifically on the sites, DraftKings and Drafters, where I need a tight end. I think he's a great pick on underdog, mm -hmm. too, with his touchdown upside. But I, I, when I need a tight end, like a, the team that is the has the fifth best odds to make the Super Bowl plays the tech plays arguably the worst team in the playoffs. Like, you know, Texans, Bucks, uh, Packers, however we want it, Steelers, however we want to slice and dice those four teams. Like, you know, whatever. I don't care. They're all pretty similar to me. Plays one of the worst teams in the playoffs at home. Uh, or not. Anyway, you get the point. Plays the Texans. Yeah. yeah. Um, who Which needed is better because they're in like better weather or a yeah, dome exactly. or whatever. They could play in a dome. They could yeah. play in a dome. Um, awesome. Just awesome stack that I can get now. I thought that they were going to get really pricey. Like, I thought that they were going to, you know, get the Bills steam, Rams steam, whatever. And it's kind of died off. Like people, I guess it's because Amari hasn't played. Um, Amari is a little mm -hmm. like a waddle or a moster where he kind of like, because he hasn't played people have forgotten that he's like a freaking top five wide receiver in playoff best ball, probably like on a per game basis, you not necessarily from a, a Super Bowl outlook, but from a per game basis. I mean, Amari's a freaking star. I, I, I don't, I know we have to like, it's average Amari, but he isn't that. And Njoku, who, what tight end has been better 
than David Njoku with Joe Flacco, right? Travis Kelsey hasn't. George Kittle, maybe. Likely, him and likely. You know, like Jake Ferguson's not better. Dallas Goddard's not better. Like, you know, these guys are not better than him. Kincaid, Knox, absolutely not. You know, so it's like Laporta, and he's hurt. And Laporta's hurt. So, like, David Njoku, to me, feels like an amazing pick. Like, in almost any structure, specifically on tight end, you know, sites, like two games from David Njoku, right? Pair him with Mark Andrews, pair him with, pair him with Sam Laporta, pair him with George Kittle, pair him with whatever, uh, or play solo, right? Play for the Browns to make the Super Bowl. Can they make the Super Bowl? Yeah, you're fucking right. They can. They have the same odds basically as the Bills and everybody's like creaming themselves over the Bills to make the Super Bowl, right? People are touting Josh Allen 101, you know? Like, and I, <laughs> I, 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 I'm not even saying that's wrong. I'm just saying people are obsessed with the Bills and that the Browns are the same fucking thing as the Bills and nobody's excited to draft the Browns. And I think David Njoku is the best example of that because he's a superstar at a horrible, horrible position. And so um, I just wanted to shout out the Browns because they're up to me. They're, they're a big edge. They are. They just, they just really are similar to what we talked about with some of those other teams. It's indicative of how wide open the AFC is, right? That's, that's what I would say. That's, it just shows how wide open the AFC is and why you should be drafting some of these top, these other teams to get through. And they, they have the nut matchup. Are you going to be shocked when, the Browns are the ones that advance people out of round one this this weekend. Not really, right? Like it, it's oh, you had to have Njoku. I, I'm scared to death of that. Not that I'm not drafting Njoku, but just because you can't draft them every single draft, where right. you're like, man, I just worry that Njoku is going to be like that that hammer that just comes in and it's like, oh, you didn't have Njoku's 24 points. Sorry, good luck next year with the other teams. Those beautiful 100%. teams you built. <laughs> Yeah, congratulations. You had amazing Ravens Niner stacks that did put up a big score, but David Njoku had 30 and you didn't have him. Tough shit. Yeah. Yeah. Like, congrats, try again next year. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, he he feels like that um, to me. I'm when he can into... separate on DK even more than drafters with the 100 yard bonus. Yeah. Because Dalton Schultz ain't getting that 100 yard bonus. I can tell you that. <laughs> And I do actually not hate Dalton Schultz to be totally it's clear. It's a, he's fine. He's fine. He's like a, he's an Oh shit tight end. You get to the end and you're like, I had this happen this morning. I I'm, I'm building a lot of Niners. Okay. On DraftKings. So I'm, I'm putting that out there. I'm building a ton of Niners because of everything that we're talking about here, falling dolphins, falling Eagles. Browns are cheap, right? Texans are cheap. I can, I can, I feel confident. I can get enough teams through stacking up the Niners so anyway I'm taking a fairly big stand on the Niners and uh I have run into Schultz you know what I mean with like oh man I took Kittle and I didn't get Njoku or whatever Rob what the fuck are you doing I'm, I'm trying to do things and I'm not at my desktop so it is it's uh it's great. I love Don't it. Don't do Did that. Have you? Don't do that. Yeah. I, I, I can see all the views. I can also see all, all the views. But um, well, I built a whole new one for us tonight. How great was it? It was perfect. It was. It was, it was great. I appreciate you. Uh, but now I'm very rattled. I don't remember what I was talking about. Dalton fucking Schultz. Is it a spike week stream if we don't introduce some chaos to it? No, no, no. There has to be chaos. There has to be Freudian slips. There has to be, you know, a bunch of nonsense. Dogs barking, uh, (laughs) etc. 
We're going to start making some bingo cards like we have for hometown ghost stories for <laughs> things that happen during a Spike Week stream. Uh, I agree. If you owe shit yourself, you get a bingo <laughs> automatically. <laughs> <laughs> But That's you have to prove point. it. So mail all proof to Eric Bimefor's house of you oh shitting yourself, please. <laughs> yeah, please. I'm sure my wife will love it. <laughs> all right. So we're jumping in a drafters $20? Yes. 20. Oh, just filled. Yeah, it's filled. And our nice. draft spot is. Oh, come on. You took the there. longest way possible to get there. I'm just trying to click the little uh, pill here. There we go. Oh, baby. Oh, oh, we got the champ and the second place with us. Oh, God. Oh, man. We got a Dorito. We, re- we, we really do have Dorito and Updog. Shout out to those two. For anyone that doesn't know, yeah. uh, on, on your screen, you see uh, two particular individuals, Dorito here and Updog. Um, awesome members of the Spike Week community. You'll see them posting in the Discord, which you can get a link to in the description. And uh shipped first and second the two of them in the main drafters uh nfl regular season best ball tournament for three hundred thousand and a hundred and fifty thousand guys are best ball crushers and so naturally we of course have to go against them in in this draft the opposite of what i was hoping for but uh that's okay maybe though we'll all stay in our lanes right that's the that's the the cliche that we love to use when it's a like it's fine in playoff best ball i want right go to twitter i want to draft against other sharp guys because they'll all stay in their lane it's like the fuck you want to draft against other sharp people stop it you're never gonna yeah that's that's not true like i I, i've probably said it before too (laughs) like an idiot but like it's not true the more you think about it it's like it's not that no you the, you're not going to get Tyreek at 23 overall in a sharp room like what Bernie is saying. Like, it's just not going to – Updog won't let that happen, right? A Dorito won't let that happen to us because they'll take the falling Tyreek. We're not going to – yeah, we're not going to get it. So um, it it's, is nice when people stay in their lanes, but it's so it's so massively overrated as a, as a thought. It's poker players that say, I only like playing with other good poker players. It's like, shut the fuck up. Then you're not a good poker player, you idiot. Um, yeah, exactly. Do we do we want to play? Do we want to draft CMC? Yeah, I, I thought you were just touting that it's Josh Allen one hundred and one. I was not touting that it's Josh I'm Allen. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> <CMC>. <laughs> no, um, it has been so we touted. Don't, we don't have an opportunity to do this, but I've been doing this a little bit on uh, drafters and DK. Um, I've been trying to scare the market off of Brock Purdy in the 49ers and I've been taking Purdy over Ayuk. I've taken Purdy over Debo basically trying to scare the market off. It's a tactic. It worked for me twice earlier today on DK. Um, and, and it's actually working for you. It ain't working in this draft because we do see Debo and well, Brandon Ayuk. It was never going to work in this room, but uh, one thing that we can do on DK is just try to scare the room. It's a totally plausible strategy by pushing think, something. Think... And then like, I, I'm not going to get a quarterback because you already took that one. And then they just leave those players completely alone. Yeah. I mean, I, I play some of that gamesmanship stuff too, especially on DraftKings when I'm trying to get a player to fall. I, I try to play that whole scenario. So we do see all of the 49ers go. 
like by the eighth pick here. Doc from the fifth spot gets Ayuk and Purdy for the the one 49er stack. So we see Josh Allen and Monrago in the second round here. Dorito can kind of see what he's planning for his future with this particular start with Lamar and Amonra. Gonna be interesting to see where Stan goes here. He took Lamb, goes Cook. So, okay, so you guys in something? Yes, please. Kelsey Rice, what do you think? And try to see if we can get Mahomes to fall. Rob? I'm not going to say no, but I feel like we built the 49ers. And, it's okay. Uh, That's okay. I know, we, I know we can do it again, but I like to not play repeat episodes on Spike Week. But yes, it probably makes sense. I can do. I, I can see doing Kelsey Rice and. Yeah, we did it a little differently last time, so um, I kind of I kind of like this uh, on drafters. I believe we went Dak here. Um, yep. Gave in to the QB thirst, and uh, but I like this. I like this. Uh, <clears throat> what are you guys doing? If you take CMC one hundred one and something like this happens, right, where all the other good 49ers get gobbled up. What are you doing uh, to like strategically build something that makes sense where he's really kind of going to be your only, at least your only worthwhile 49er. I like either this plan or playing into the Ravens. So I like this plan a lot because I know I'm not going to get a 49er tight end. I know I'm not going to get a 49er wide receiver. What did we just do? We just got the two best chiefs. You can do something similar with taking Zay Flowers and then maybe you take like a Pollard or something to get you through and you grab Likely later or something. But I'm now trying to figure out what can't I get with 49ers and what can I get elsewhere? Yeah, which is fair. The other thing I think you can do, I think that this becomes the perfect like, oh shit moment where you can just take some of the best available players on the board if somebody like Amon Ross slips or something. I'll continue this thought after we draft a so, couple players i'm just gonna put all Mahomes in the queue because we're we let we had that work out for us um but who else would you like we got you know a few extra seconds to talk what else do you want to build around these chiefs how far down is pacheco is he gonna come back to us or did he, he already went he already went he went um pacheco gibbs is kind of where i was thinking and they're both gone um it's a tough spot yeah, and I don't think we want Mostert here because they play in the first round. Right. We don't want Dolphins necessarily. Uh, I'm just going to go. Yeah, go there. We could do Rams. We don't need a tight end. I, I don't think we want to draft any more tight ends. No. What do you think about Kyron? Are you guys cool with Kyron? Good. Yeah, let's Good. do it. All right. So Rams. Now, G- CMC is a um, you know one off for us, which is totally fine, especially on drafters. Well, the uh, point I was going to bring up is no. he doesn't he doesn't really have to be, right? Because yeah, be. this is where you can build with some of so you can go superstar route for the first two to three picks, and then you can do those backdoor AFC stacks. Like if you wanted to try to get your, I know we're doing it with the Chiefs, but you could also do it with the Dolphins. You could do it with the Browns if you wanted to, and you can still get Jawan Jennings or something to have two San Francisco 49ers and play it that way, along with having like some of the studs up top. 
to help with your quote unquote advance rate, but still be building for the Super Bowl when the CMC stuff kind of goes sideways, like it's usually going to do. And if we add one more chief, we're super live still for first place. Yeah, well, we already won. Uh, <laughs> this second place. Yeah, um, second place. <laughs> when when you bring the buy teams into play on drafters, it does lower the amount of live players you need because there's just teams that aren't going to be able to fashion full lineups. It, hardly anybody's going to get a full lineup in the Super Bowl week. Mm-hmm. So it's just going to be impossible in a lot of regards. So something here where now we're just building, hey, how do we get some teams? So we score a high wild card round. We play off the Chiefs. Chiefs 49ers Super Bowl, I think, is very viable. Yeah, I can see that. What do you guys, with drafters being cumulative and everything, to Bernie's point, are you ever just like, looking at an offense like let's say dallas you're like well if dallas makes the super bowl or even gets through three games but they put up 35 points a game or something like that i can still win this just by onslaughting team a say dallas say Mm -hmm. buffalo so i think that's where drafters comes in a little bit more with a little more interest where like i'm still playing for super bowls but i understand that there are teams that can just like walk walk the walk the dog on everybody you know what i mean like just absolutely yep. molly walk the rest of the teams i agree um just i think puka makes the most sense on this team mm-hmm. uh as our next pick what do you guys think about where we want to go from there because rams are a little bit dried up um is there another chief do we want to start with another afc team i don't think we need another chief yet where are nfc oh. running backs that are available right now well, we probably don't need. Uh, oh, dude, Montgomery's have, the pick here. If we have Kyron against the Rams, we already drafted two Rams. Oh, we took. A, yeah, they're playing each yeah. other. Shit. I think it's probably think Rashad it, White or Evans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Evans is gone. Godwin. Do Rashad White Godwin? Preference. So get, take Rashad uh, White. Yeah, and. I just noticed that it's Dorito that has Mike Evans. So uh, sorry, Dorito, if you're out there watching. Yeah, he's gonna take. He'll take Godwin then. Yeah, sorry for you and all. You'll your be okay with dollars. your three hundred thousand dollar bet. Yeah, <laughs> I'm so sorry that you're rich. <laughs> I'm so sorry you have so much more money than me right now. <laughs> um, conversation we need to have, and maybe you guys talked about it last night, and I didn't get to that part. McKinnon or Ceh, any interest oh. in either of those humans? Rob, what do you think? I like CEH as a late round flyer on some teams. I think it's CEH, and that just makes my stomach turn. But I'm not sure McKinnon will be back. Yeah, I don't think we have to do it here. We probably want to go wide receiver, but I thought it was an interesting point because I'm sure people watching will get into a stage where they just need a Super Bowl running back somewhere. Yeah, yeah which I mean, is what we, we need to think about. Well, that's why I wanted to build them through the NFC ones. That's why we drafted. So now we have Kyron, we have Rashad, and we have CMC. It's like between those three teams, we're betting on Rams, Bucks, or Niners to make it against our Chiefs, right? We made our Chiefs bet. Now we just bet on one of those three running backs to get there, and we're good. Yeah, I think we're good at running back. I think we're good at tight end. 
technically we're right. good at quarterback if we want to be. The beauty of the Chiefs is exactly what's happening here. That um, hey, I mean, if you get Pacheco, that's great. I would like to have Pacheco, but you can get Mahomes, Kelsey, and you lock down those two positions. And so you have a little bit of flat, right. You have CMC. You can build in the Rashad Whites and the Kyrens who may not advance, but you may not need them to because they just need to get you to Christian McCaffrey, right? They, the, the whole goal of everything is you made your Chiefs stand, but now we need to just get to Christian McCaffrey and then build out everything around the fact that it's Chiefs and Christian McCaffrey and see how how everything plays out thereafter. Yeah. All right, so we are on the clock. I, I think it's here. mostly just wide receivers the rest of the way here. Yeah. Um, like, is Shakur still down there? Yeah, I like Shakir a lot. And then we have we do start to have Chiefs. We do have Jaden Reed, Pickens, uh, Star Demarcus. Uh, I'm gonna take Shakir really. Quick. So, who would you take alongside Shakir? Rob, what do you Chief think? Chief or another one of these one-off NFC guys? I kind of like the one-off NFC guys. Robinson's not a one-off. but Especially at Packers because we don't have any Cowboys. And, and even if it's a one-week game, like Jaden Reed could still explode for 25 to 30 points. I, I like Jaden Reed. Yes. I like you know that I mean? too here. That's who I wanted, but I wanted to be fair and let everybody <laughs> This is Hoosier. Hoosier says, uh, I literally just had a panic moment scurrying for a Super Bowl uh, running back. I feel like we've all had that. Like I said, uh, I, 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 just, I drafted the last draft I did before we've uh, gone live here. Uh, it was a panic Tucker craft in the last round tight end because I set up a bunch of stuff with I had George Kittle. Again, I'm Niners heavy. I had George Kittle and I was like, all right. I would like Njoku. Nope. Okay. Sniped on Njoku. Okay. We'll do right. Uh, whoever. Uh, uh, Schultz. We'll do Schultz. Nope. Sniped on Schultz. We'll do. Right, I'm, just, I'm just like uh, Otten, please. Okay. Give me. Uh, nope. Somebody else took Otten. And it's like, Jesus Christ, it, Tucker Craft or Dawson Knox. <laughs> like, what are your tight end options? So I'm, I'm giving the tight end example, but that ha- it happens at those positions, uh, running back and tight end a lot. And, it sucks when you get backed into that corner, but so long as you're being smart, right? You have that panic moment, like you said, of figuring something out. It could be the first round player, like I was uh, panicking for, or it could be like what Hoosier was saying. Uh, I just need a, you know, I need CEH because, like, I just need a Super Bowl running back. I have to have it. You just got to bite the bullet sometimes. Man, I've got somebody in this hotel that is blaring their TV outside. Uh, like from another room, probably eight miles away. <laughs> it's, it's probably one of the five different NCIS programs that currently air. Oh, I thought they were watching Spike Week. <laughs> are there dogs barking? <laughs> probably. All right, we are All back right. on the clock here. I think we stay on the wide receiver thing. I do like Demarcus Robinson on this team. Uh, we can get into one of our Chiefs here if we want. Uh, well, why, why wouldn't we do Jawan Jennings with this with this pick? Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm fine with Jawan Jennings. Is he yeah. up here? Yeah. You want to do him now? I think we should do him now. I don't think he's going to last. So let me think about this. That gives us so we we need if we want the full Super Bowl, we need to take a ch- another chief. 
right? Yeah, but yeah. we have two picks, and there's a like onslaught of Chiefs we can take in the last round. Yeah, if we really want to, if you really like Demarcus Robinson, which I'm fine with, or um, it, it whatever to me, but we can do Pickens and just like sacrifice let's, Pickens or Shakir to the gods. Let's do Demarcus Robinson, and then um, pick a Chief, a Chief, whichever one's fine with me. Yeah. So I just don't think Jennings Bonzo was coming back. Yeah, probably. No, no, no. Because everybody on the back of the board has yeah. all the 49ers. Exactly. Yeah. So Robinson's an interesting guy because he's not getting taken very often. He's enough that he's like high enough, but that actually adds value here on drafters. So we're basically leveraging le- – there's a word for you, Eric, and I would love that uh, – <laughs> off of Puka – that maybe Puka has a down game or two down games and DeMarcus keeps filling this role that Stafford has him in. And we're potentially getting points that other teams in the field aren't getting because he's not getting drafted 100% of the time like Puka is. Yeah, I like him a lot. I moved him up in the rankings today on uh, on all sites, but specifically on drafters and DraftKings. I think he's a pretty good, pretty good pick on there I'm which sure is MBS wild is in our queue. i mean would you guys prefer mbs to these other three losers yeah. it's it's the four fucking stooges if we put mbs in the queue it's yes for yes de- for me i'm gonna delete this i'm gonna delete this from the he's gone look who is that <laughs> the doc took him how dare he how dare he take <laughs> thank god <laughs> No need to thank me, Eric. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I could care less about who this is. I wouldn't go Justin Watson for the simple fact of he's getting drafted far more often than the other two guys. Every draft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's Richie James for me, but we took him last night if we want to do something different, but I think it's Richie James. It's probably Richie James. He's also a return man, so um, he's going to be active. We know that. Uh, which is a really sad thing to have to bring up as like the first the first point uh, for for a player, but I, I really do think it's Richie James. I mean, the counterpoint is Kadarius Tony could score a touchdown for either team on the field. So that's true. That's true. That is true. What do you, Bernie? Yeah. Break this, ooh, break this ooh, ooh. What about this? We got to vote for Noah Gray. Do we want to go double Chiefs tight no. end? No, we need a wide okay. receiver. Richie James. I just wanted to bring it up. Uncle Andy uh, I, mentioned it, and I, thought I don't it was have a problem. That we talk about it, and and technically I was wrong because I forgot about uh, Jawan Jennings. But I I would rather. I mean, I, I think Noah Gray would would have made some sense there, um, but I had forgotten about Jawan Jennings. So my 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 original thought was, uh, no, dumb dumb. We need a wide receiver too for the Super Bowl, and and I was wrong about that. So I'll hold that L. But I. I Ceiling, Richie James or no? I mean, you're praying for a touchdown from either of them, so really, we're wasting yeah. our breath talking about it. But I think Richie James has the better chance of being right. We draft because we drafted Travis Kelsey. We need Travis Kelsey to be the 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 tight end. Noah Gray could catch a touchdown, but Richie James has a chance to be like actually useful uh, in this scenario. So uh, quickly for the audio listeners, uh, we started with at one one. I think that's two in a row on drafters so two christian mccaffrey teams in the last two nights on drafters came back at the two three turn and we did not take patrick mahomes as a part of our chiefs but we did start the chief stack with travis kelsey and rashi rice to try to push 
Patrick Mahomes all the way back to us in the fourth round, which did happen. Uh, as they say, I told you, you want to be in a room with the sharp drafters because everybody's going to stay in their lane. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, we knew that. So Mahomes falls all the way back. Uh, and then we take Kyron Williams because we need a little bit of running back juice. We need some NFC stuff um, with Christian McCaffrey being on by and with betting on the Chiefs without Pacheco. Uh, take Puka Nakua, Rashad White, Khalil Shakir, Jaden Reed, Jawan Jennings, Demarcus Robinson, and Richie James. Pretty good team, I think. Um, I think so. You know, we're three for three on teams I, I feel are good, live, can win this whole thing, are, we're smart. Picked our one-offs strategically, right? Jaden Reed makes a lot of sense, I think, on this team. Khalil Shakir makes makes sense on this team. But we also are set for the Super Bowl, too. Um, and we didn't do anything, like, stupid, like, you know, totally crazy. Uh, so I like I like this team. Do you want to do a DraftKings draft really quickly before we get out of here? Yes, but it might end up being just you two halfway through because I, I do I, have to go do ghost things. I, I was just going to say, um, we... we we, we we also don't have to if we don't need to, but uh, we yeah, can do, do a four, we can do a four dollar. I'm getting in it right now. The four dollar twenty max. Um, let me change my screen. Oh, and here we go. We got the one hundred two. Oh baby! All right, talk Did, about your one hundred two strategy. Give me one second. Did we get the one hundred two last night? I don't remember. I don't remember what we did on DraftKings, but. I mean, the 102 strategy is you draw Christian McCaffrey or CD Lamb, depending on who's still there, right? Like that's that's how you got to play it. Uh, that's that's what I've been doing. I actually got a lot of 102s today, but I build it through CD Lamb in general. Do you are you bringing anybody up to the 102s, Bernie? No, I'm going CD Lamb or McCaffrey. The problem with CD Lamb, though, is Dak is I think seventh or eighth overall right now. Mm-hmm. And you're getting QB thirsty idiots on DraftKings that are taking your Dak Prescott. Uh, it's not as easy to get as Dak on drafters, so that's my only concern. But I, I still think you have to do it. I've been getting, like a, CD, I've still been getting enough CD Dak stacks on DraftKings when I yeah. when I take CD. That I'm not. I understand like where his where his ADP is and all that fun yeah. stuff, but I've I've been able to get enough. CD DAC teams on yeah. DK that it's not a concern for me. And I think that just opens up like, hey, if DAC gets pulled before you, are you pivoting Chiefs? Are you pivoting Dolphins? Are you pivoting Bills if Josh Allen is still there? What are you doing? Because it's it's realistic DAC could go. But I think it's the right move to take CD. Something I was going to bring up, though, was was to try to go Niners from a little bit different draft spot. Uh, Non-Christian McCaffrey, Niners was uh, something to refresh. Yep, Yep. It looks stuck. Still stuck. Good. Oh, there we go. Okay, what which which Niner do you want to do? Debo. Just pull them up a couple spots, see what happens in the second round, see if we can get the Niners non-Christian McCaffrey stack and then build like our Browns, Dolphins, um, Texans, whatever, that that kind of stuff in the AFC. It's just um, – Listen, I, I, I generally take CD. Fair money. Just, if you want to pull Joe Flacco up to the 102, well, I'm CD, down. So, it, I mean, I'm totally – 
uh, open for CD. I mean, I, I, that's who I generally take, but I'm just floating a different idea if we want to try something. Let's different. do it. Let's do the Debo one. Let's, Let's just it. see what we can build. It's, this because be the, good. So this is similar to how I got a Purdy double and then Tyreek earlier. So right. we could be looking at something like that here by pulling Debo up. It gives us a little bit more opportunity. Hmm. And I don't even necessarily think you need to get Brock Purdy on this team. If you no, you don't still... have to. You don't have to. You can get yeah. your quarterbacks from the a the quarterback slash quarterbacks from the AFC. Yeah, I'm totally in for that. I'm going to see how this two three turn goes, and then I'm going to leave this to you, gentlemen, to finish sounds, up. Sounds good. Is that a a maze in blue hat? Eric's got on. Look at that. Nice. St. Louis, St. Louis Blues. I would never support Michigan. I don't condone <laughs> cheating. Wow. Michigan pays for about 42% of the bills in this household, so I will not accept <laughs> that. <talk. laughs> I bet Washington last night. So felt good. Got 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 money down uh, in game. Mm. Plus eight plus eight and a half. Felt really good. I got the ball at like midfield, more than midfield. Down seven, I'm like, all right, they're probably not going to win. Just cover eight and a half. And boy, did that go poorly from that point on. Uh. All right, well, this is going to be an interesting spot. We got Kittle and Purdy on board here. Who do you want? Obviously, the one on one. I think it's. I think it's. I would go Purdy. I think it's. I was going to say Purdy too, but. See, I think if you take away. All right, let's try Purdy. I'll trust you guys. If he takes Kittle, you're kicked off the stream, both of you. Rob's leaving, and Bernie, you can go to go hometown ghost stories. <laughs> Come on. Oh, big money. No Mahomes. I mean, we get Tyreek as a consolation prize. If we All right. This, we win. Beautiful. Okay. So now this is, this is why I wanted to do this, is to get that specific stack, basically, and yeah. now you start to have some fun with your AFC components. Yeah. Off the Schneid is asking me, what's it like when it's always spooky season for me? Does anything legitimately scare me anymore? Um, yeah, the ocean. Have you seen giant squids? Terrifying. <laughs> the ocean. <laughs> Motherfucker will walk into a haunted... Like, You want to know what scares me? I, I, sorry, I know you have to run. But you remember the old like uh, uh, like MTV shows or whatever where they went into prisons, like old yeah. like prisons yeah. and insane asylums? Yeah. Like, absolutely not. There's a, you and I have talked about this, but my wife is from Alton, Illinois, and they have uh, and, you know uh, the, the mental hospital, insane asylum, or whatever that's out there. When we drive by it, I get like chills. Like I, I couldn't step foot in that fucking place. Like, Guess you're going to have to come not. on a ghost hunt with me at some point. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we can film it and everybody will watch me be a little bitch for however long it's, it's going on. Uh, uh, no, like I, that shit terrifies me. Right, well, we will discuss this further. You guys enjoy the rest of your draft. All right, enjoy uh, everybody. If a, After this, um, if you do enjoy some of that uh, ghost stuff, go watch hometown ghost stories. It is a lot of fun. Uh, Rob and Jesse specifically. And of course, Dave, who doesn't necessarily do spike week stuff, but um, those guys, are awesome it's 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 awesome awesome content all right we're about to be back on the clock we took debo samuel george kittle and brock purdy to start here 
What are you thinking, Bernie? How do you want to? So obviously, we don't have any players alive in round one. Something, something to consider. That's fine. But we have a pretty strong 49er stack. How do you like to approach this? So we have a couple options. We can go Chiefs, Browns, or Dolphins. Um, the guy after us took Mahomes, but he does not seem to be a competent drafter. And I apologize yeah, if you're here and I misread you. I and may have Pacheco, not. Seen your Pacheco full goes. I, I okay, kind of like I don't want Chiefs. Browns. I, I think Njoku Amari here makes a ton of sense. Yeah. The problem then comes our running back, but Ford or Hunt is fine. Ford or Hunt. Um, and we can Aaron Jones it, right? Just buy a week with Aaron Jones yeah. or some someone like we'll, that. We'll buy you know a week I mean? with Mostert. Yeah. I mean, Mostert is the guy I want. Like that the, the next the next yeah. picks is what I would want is Dolphins. Uh, like Mostert, mm-hmm. Waddle, you know, we'll see what Flack, we'll see what we have to do with Flacco, but um, Flacco, Mostert, something like that is, is, you know, yeah. oh my fucking God. Um, what, a- what an asshole. Uh, okay. Now we, now where do you want to pivot? Is Waddle goes. still there? Can you check? Yes. Do you want to sit? So set up Miami now. Amari's just a one. Yeah, a, a I think I want to go Achan though first. You want? Do you want to double dip? Do you want to try to double dip the Miami running backs? Yeah, if we're pivoting that way, why not? Okay, okay. Because you can play Achan and Mostert in your yeah. flex. One of them. Um. So Njoku, I'm completely with you. We're done there now. Yeah, the Browns are over. Our dream is dead. Hey, we but we set up worst. though earlier in this episode in Joku to get a huge game to get through you through week one with a heavy buy 100%. team, and that's what this just turned into. It just turned into Njoku as a one-off. Browns are not going to make a run, but Browns maybe win a game, right? That gives us uh, some extra juice in the second round. But the Dolphins and or you know we could tack on some cheap Ravens, right? Justice Hill, Bateman. Odell Aguilar mm-hmm. or whatever, you know, we have, we have options, right. To, yeah. to build out a different Super Bowl, And then Joku fits all of those potential options that we have here. And the nice thing about the 49ers pieces we have is we can have those very lesser Ravens guys, because like, you can't tell me there's not a chance that these are just the three players you need in the Super Bowl right. that we have in right. justice Hill, or I'm not drafting Dalvin cook, but, you know, somebody falls no. in the end zone or something, and he's the Raven. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I'm just gonna put them in so because I will forget if I don't. Also, it doesn't make any Bateman's sense. Bateman's way down there. Bateman is so far down. Um, Aguilar's even further. We, we, Likely we went, do, unfortunately, we but yeah, Andrews. So Andrews can play the flex. Um, so Waddle, Mostert are both available. Who would you? Who do you want to take here and try to other one you want to push around the corner? I think we just take Waddle since we already have the running back. I don't think there's any risk of Mostert here, but also I I thought we were okay on Cooper. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and can Goff. we see a dra- can we see a draft board after this pick? Yes. I am very curious what this one hole is doing. Yes. Uh, where do I? It's up at the top left. Yeah. It blends in for me. It Um, does. So the 101 went Christian McCaffrey, Patrick Mahomes, James Cook, AJ Brown, Amari Cooper, Jared Goff, Khalil Shakir. I believe that is all different teams except 
Shakir as his first uh, guy that's Stack. on another team. Yeah. So welcome to um, DraftKings.com. Yeah. Sorry, Mike Corral. Um, not trying to be uh, negative, but uh, you drafted a shit team, so I am being negative, I guess. So uh, the five spot got a pretty interesting build going here. Uh, playing for a double by Super Bowl, but with Love it. Pollard and Cooks to come through. And that's a really nice, like trying to get three of the four conference championship teams build. Definitely. Yeah. You don't always Definitely. see competent builds. So I want to highlight that person with a rabbit as their like, <laughs> yeah, you don't know. Yeah. You don't always see good teams. So when we do, we spot that unicorn. Uh, we got to uh, check it out. But yeah, um, I think the other teams here look fine. The 104 is Bills Lions with a Nico one-off. Seems fine to me. The 103 has some Chiefs, but uh, <laughs> not not Mahomes. He was he took Kelsey, probably hoping that Mahomes would come back, right? Yeah. But now uh, took Hertz um, as a one-off. Kind of kind of navigate that. I think I think the rest of these teams are fine. The 101 being a little bit of a DraftKings uh, drafter. Yeah, we should probably figure out what we want to do. Yes. Okay. So I, I currently just have, you know, Justice Hill, the Ravens in the queue. Um, All right. We so can flack. Are... We can Flacco. I'm gonna just gonna put Flacco and Tua in the queue. Uh, I'm not saying we have to take Flacco, but I'm just yeah. They're they're, they're round one options for us. How many wide receivers do we have? Two. Only one for round one. Hopefully one for round one. I say we get a strong wide receiver here. Devonta, Reed, Godwin, Pickens. I'd be Reed or Godwin. I think I think Reed is the right answer. So now Keep pushing the quarterback. Flacco's gone. It's just to, uh, I feel okay about pushing. I mean, uh, there's the Tyreek yeah, team to so worry about, I guess. So this person is the only person I'm worried about taking two up. And if we get totally screwed, we'll just take Jordan Love. Yeah, we'll just one off. we have our yeah. second, or third, and fourth off, round but... quarterback. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Godwin, he takes Godwin, which leaves Devonta Smith. Um, I'm trying to think this through. Our Aaron Jones one off. We don't need any more. I kind of feel Justice be, Hill. Yeah, I was gonna say good wide receiver or Justice Hill. I think I think let's take Justice Hill because yeah, the three, Steelers three do it. The Steelers uh, as as good air quotes good wide receivers are still going to be available and JMO is also still going to be available. Again, I don't call him um, good, but he, he could, you know, fill a flex in the wild card round or something. And we don't have not any Justin Watson. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so <laughs> I have a question for you. I haven't dug into this at all. Uh, I saw some people in discord talking about the bills Pittsburgh game, and there could be some weather impacts. Have you seen if it's like enough weather that it actually might matter? Or people just talk about nothing. Um, I haven't looked yet, so I try not to look until later in the week because I don't want it to yeah. to screw up my uh, thoughts. But I'm pulling up the forecast right now, super quickly. Um, 
cold wind. This is from uh, Roto Grinders weather expert Kevin Roth. Shout out Kevin Roth. Follow him on Twitter. He's amazing. Good stuff. Uh, cold, windy, potentially some snow. Temps will be in the twenties with sustained winds around fifteen miles an hour. So that's not okay, great. So not but I don't. I'm not. I'm not like backing off. You know, it, if it were like like hurricane warnings, he would be like. Like uh, red flags, everyone, please make sure you look at this game. And he's not doing that. So I'm not worried yeah. about it. Certainly not on um, Tuesday. <laughs> no. Well, I mean, we, but we are drafting a locked team compared to like DFS yeah. or something where true, we could true. swap. True. So that's why it does matter a little. I'm Tua here just to get it done before so the wild too. card at the turn. I think so too. Uh, I'm just tossing some names just in case yeah. we were to. Auto draft. Um, okay, Aaron Jones goes. So we take Tua, and then did we, we took Justice Hill, right? So what do you think about those yeah. other Ravens? I just want to think through our starting lineup for the uh, wild card round. So Tua, both of the Dolphins guys, and Waddle. So we, you know we need a big Dolphins yeah. game, and then Injoku, Jaden Reed. So. Um, ideally we would get a, a upside wild card player plus another Raven, I think is what we're kind of rooting for here. Um, but do you yeah. think that's enough or do you think we want to sacrifice the extra Raven to get early juice or how do you like to approach that? Cause it wouldn't, think it wouldn't give us a full way. starting lineup. Yeah. It wouldn't give us a full starting lineup in the Super Bowl, but we're, a, we are a I'm, smidge light. We're a smidge light. So I probably here go upside running back. Najee, yeah, gross, but yeah, Najee or like, Pickens. No one's doing Jalen Warren, but I, I just think Najee has the goal line well, role right don't, now. But so it's fine. don't you think if we have both Miami backs, our dream is to be able to use both of them and yeah. take Pickens to play at wide receiver? Okay, yeah, I like that because I'm I mean, also not. Fully, I'm more sold on Mostert's health than Waddles. Right, right, right. Too. And so, um, right now, we this would give us Jaden Reed, maybe Waddle, and George Pickens at wide receiver, and then we're we're just for sure counting on one of the Miami running backs in that scenario. If they both pop, beautiful, right? That's absolutely perfect. Yeah. But we don't need it then necessarily at at that point. Yeah, and I think we have nice enough pieces in the wild card round that if we get a super explosion and the other guys are just mid, it's fine. Yeah, yep, I agree. I mean, what we need is obviously a lot of things, as is the case with playoff baseball, um, 49ers to make the Super Bowl. But this now bet is is Dolphins have a big wild card, right? Tua throws uh, several touchdowns. To including the running backs and right, the Dolphins score a bunch of points. It's kind of our new yeah. bet here, which is fine. Are you a Bateman or Aguilar type person? I'm a Bateman guy. What's up with the Aguilar stuff? Am I missing something? Bateman, Bateman it's has fine. been Bateman. I mean, they both suck. Like, let's get this out of the way. Yeah, I'm not. I, I don't think Bateman is good, but Bateman is running more routes than Nelson Aguilar. Bateman is getting more targets than Nelson Aguilar. He's probably better than Nelson Aguilar. I don't really think it's close. Um, I'm not saying you can't draft Nelson Aguilar, but I, I don't think yeah. it's close between the two of them. It's easily Bateman for me. 
Yeah, I go Bateman every time as well. I just thought it'd be a good conversation for the last. He also doesn't always get. To your point about some of these other guys like Demarcus Robinson, Bateman doesn't always get picked, right? So Aguilar maybe is picked a little less. I'm not, you know, I don't have the data in front of me, but I'm deciding between two guys who don't always get picked. Give me the guy who is for sure out there and and you know getting targets. And what would you say were the odds or percentages were if Bateman is a scores more fantasy points than Odell Beckham this postseason. He's he's a favorite. He's a favorite to uh, it, we just got him favorite. at the end and Odell goes where? He project uh Bateman projects Odell went late Odell. here actually, but yeah. Um some of these rooms Odell's going super early and I'm just like what's the round. difference between these bats? Right, he's going next to Devonta Smith. <laughs> Like I know that's that weird. it's most, more it's more so about Devonta Smith than it is about Odell, but you get the point. I, I it to me it's Bateman, and I promise this isn't me holding on to my <laughs> my Bateman bias from from the summer. It's just he just he is. It, it's just a fact. He's running more routes. He's getting more targets. Um, he's getting higher value targets than Odell's getting. It just it is what it is. Um, I don't think it's bad. Quickly, we'll run down this team from the 102. We decided to go away from the CD lamb and try to build out a 49er stack, which I think worked, works pretty well. Of course, like most 49er stacks, especially 49er stacks with Ravens, you know, we got to thread the needle as we might, as one might say uh, with the first round. So we need a, a big Dolphins performance, but Debo Samuel, Brock Purdy, George Kittle, starting off with the 49er stack, come back with David and Joku, um hoping to get some browns there but we got sniped on amari cooper so we pivoted away from the browns and went to the the dolphins went achan waddle mostert to start to build those dolphins took a one-off Jaden reed because we need the juice there and we don't have any cowboys at wide receiver justice hill because we wanted to uh, get our little ravens and justice hill is one of our guys in these drafts right now tua to close out the dolphin stack and then george pickens to get another high upside wildcard player, which we very much need on this team, given what we're doing with Niners and Ravens, and then close it out with Rashad Bateman to uh, get our Super Bowl stack there. Fun team. Uh, I, I keep saying this, but we've built – last night, Rob and I drafted two teams. Tonight, you and I and Rob uh, have drafted uh, two teams, and they're fun teams, and they're good teams, and yeah. I'm pretty excited about these. Um, nothing ever goes perfectly. Like, you know, we didn't plan for the the Brown snipe, but I think it's a good example of how you can be adaptable during the, the draft and still build a really strong team and a really strong team that has double buys, right? Yeah. And that's the interesting thing about this is we have a few different outs. I don't love the Dolphins and the Ravens together just because of when they would most likely yep. meet. But wild crap can happen in the NFL. Like if for some reason the Steelers won nine to six or whatever this weekend, like this now puts us on a path to first place over almost every other team I've seen drafted. A hundred percent. Like it's just I, I totally, totally agree. Totally agree. It's um, when you get backed in a corner and you can't make it as perfect as possible, how do you still construct a puzzle that has realistic paths? That that's it. That's a that's the perfect closing point. Is even no, it's a we're putting together a puzzle, and sometimes you know you start to put them together wrong or it doesn't work out perfectly right away. But how do you navigate to still land that plane and still have that puzzle to where at the end 
it all fits together and it all makes sense. It may not be the best puzzle. It may not be the puzzle that you wanted, but it, it's a puzzle that makes sense and ever, all the all the pieces fit together. And I think that's what we did here in both in both of the drafts. Um, scheduling, uh, programming note. I don't have exactly when our next show is going to be, but we have more coming this week. We are definitely going to record another roundtable for the playoff best ball almanac. For those of you that, that purchased that, you'll get another uh, roundtable. And I'm hoping to get another show together for all of us this week. I don't, like I said, I don't, we'll, we'll figure out that scheduling and maybe we'll even ask you guys in the discord, when is a good time? We'll figure out another show to draft some playoff best ball teams this week. So be on the lookout for that. Um, if you have not uh, watched last night's episode, we drafted two more teams and talked a ton of strategy as well. Last night, just Rob and myself, go check that one out. And uh, like I said, go check out the Playoff Best Ball Almanac. There's like so much great content. Bernie has done an absolutely amazing job of, like I said, everything, but specifically like the site strategy articles are just incredible you need to read those if, you, if you're going to go hop into a draft and understand the nuances of the different sites um he has perfectly laid that out for you so uh there's a link to the almanac in the description and um hop in the discord that's where you're going to get tons like all the real-time information about when the shows are coming and when what we got planned for the rest of the week here because there's, you know, we're, we're going to hop into 2024 very quickly. And next week we'll probably do, you know, they have the uh, playoff, you know, the whatever the gauntlet returns or what, you know, they have uh, still playoff best ball coming next week that we will cover as well. And we will stream some of those drafts, but we're kind of, you know, in the, at the end of the road here. So we got a few more days that we will uh, hop in some drafts with you guys. But again, make sure you're in the discord so you can get real time notifications on all of that. And uh, for myself and for Bernie, and uh, of course for Rob, uh, go check out Hometown Ghost Stories. And we'll see you guys uh, a little bit later this week. Peace. Ooh, those were some spicy takes. Want to stay up to date with all of the other spicy takes we're going to have over here at Spike Week? Why don't you press that subscribe button below? You turn notifications on. We draft a team. Boom. You know about it. We have another spicy take. Boom, you know about it. You can be there. You can draft with us. You want to stay up to date? That's how you do it. All right, we'll catch you later next time here at Spike Week.